Hey you guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Empowerment Project Podcast. My name is McKaylin, and if you're new here, you should definitely go hit that subscribe button if you're listening on iTunes, and be sure to rate and um, review this podcast. That would mean so, so much to me. Um, I'm going to start reading the reviews that we get, um, our review a day. So actually, we only have one right now. Not mad about it, but you guys should definitely go blow up the review section, and I will will read them on the podcast before we get started. So right now we have 17 ratings, all five stars. One is probably my mom and then the other 17 are probably my cousins. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, it really doesn't mean so much to me that people are taking the time um, to just go and rate because it takes so much time for me to put together a podcast, but I seriously love it so much um, that it doesn't even matter to me, but it would mean so, so much to me if you guys would go and rate and give this podcast a review because that helps me so much and that helps it um, be recommended to other people that are looking for Christian women podcasts. So today's review, the first one that we have, woo, I'm so excited. <laughs> it says great podcast. It says so good, great info. I've been blessed by this woman's ideas. And I think that's so sweet. That's from Sam Blanken Blankenship. 219. So yeah, shout out to you, Sam. Super thankful that you're listening. And um, yeah, I just love the community that we're creating um, here on the Empowerment Project podcast and just um, social media has been so much fun just being able to talk to you guys and just be real. Um, I love getting your DMs and your messages. They seriously mean so much to me um, because I just love building those connections with you guys and building those relationships with you guys and just becoming your friend, honestly. Like, that's really my whole goal is to, and I think I've said this like a million times, but just to be your friend, just to be your sister, to be your mentor, whatever it is that you need. Um, I, I would just love to be able to pour into your life in any way that I can in a positive manner. So yeah, um, if you're new, make sure that you do those things. You can also follow us on social media um, at the Empowerment Project Pod. And um, so we're always posting like polls and things like that on our stories and just updating you guys with what we're up to, um, things we plan on doing. Um, and I mean, even today, um, you guys chose this podcast. So that's why I'm recording it because I, you know, um, it was on my heart and I kind of felt like I needed to do it, but I was like, you know what, I'm just going to ask them and see what they think about it. And you guys voted for this one. So we are here. And then next week we're going to do social media heart check. And I'm really excited about that one too. So if you feel like, you know, you are curious if you maybe need to take a step back from social media, if you're worried about social media, um, or, you know, what does God say about social media? Like how do, how do you think he feels about it? And if you're kind of just struggling with like comparison or like feel like you may have an unhealthy relationship with how much time you spend on social media, I think that next week's podcast is going to be really a good one for you to listen to. But today you guys chose to talk about breakups and heartbreak. And I did have this on my heart because I keep like people keep reaching out to me and asking me, you know, or just like saying that they're going through a breakup. And it's like, it breaks my heart because I totally sympathize with where you guys are currently. So if you're going through a breakup, just know that I hear you. I feel you. I know, I know it hurts. Um, and I may not know to the exact extent of what you're going through or maybe what happened to you or how it 
how it happened or anything like that, but I think that we've all experienced heartbreak in some realm, whether it be through a significant other or whether it be, you know, through a friend. Um, I think that we can all kind of relate to that pain. And so I just want to kind of go ahead and start off just telling you a little bit about my story. So I've had a couple of heartbreaks. Like my most recent one was probably the toughest for me, I think, um, just because it was so abrupt. And I knew that in order for me to get a hold on myself and to guard my heart and protect myself, that I was going to have to completely cut this person out of my life. And so it was almost like it was almost like they died and like we went from talking for hours every single day to just like nothing at all and so that was very very hard on me um but I I just knew that that was something that I needed to do and it's isn't it so weird how like you always remember the relationship better than it actually was <laughs> like your perception of the relationship after it ends is always like Ew, all the all these good things and like in reality you know that it wasn't just all of those good things like there was a lot of bad things too. But like from our moments of pain, like we only remember and miss the good times. Um, but like in the middle of the relationship, like all you really see is the bad. It just it's so weird because yeah, the relationship you had with them was really um, good, but it's it wasn't as good as what you may remember. I think it's just amplified now because we're looking at it through a filter of pain because it was better than where we are now. So we're comparing our now to our then and so we are like automatically just like pushed to run back to that because it was it felt better it was better than where we are right now and instead of like kind of enduring that pain and moving forward we're really tempted to run back to the thing that made us feel better and so try to keep that in mind if you're feeling like you want to run back to your ex or you feel like you need to be with them or you're just feeling like you're never going to be happy again that's not the case at all and you're remembering everything so perfect like so perfect because you're seeing it from this pain which is like three percent happiness whereas like the other might have been like 15 percent happiness so it seems like it was so much better but it's not even close to God's best for your life so um try to remember that and it's okay to be sad like you are absolutely validated in that pain and in that um purpose or in that valley and in that pit because it hurts like I totally totally understand like you are absolutely validated in that and God heals the deepest of wounds so no matter how hard or how you know deep it hurts or how deep you were cut just know that like it's not too deep for God to heal he is so near to the brokenhearted and it's okay to be sad for a while but I truly do like whenever I hear about breakups like I just see God's protection all over them because I know that even though it's hard for people to see right now because I'm sure that like that person was great and that you love them but it's also possible that there is something down the road that God is going out of his way to protect you from and whenever you think about that it's like wow that's so so sweet that he sees the whole picture and that he loves me and cares about me enough to you know give me this like this um kind of inkling inside of me to either break up with the, that person or to remove that person from my life like and I think sometimes too whenever we pray like um you know maybe we are with somebody that we're not supposed to be with and whenever we're praying for God's will 
over our life, he's like, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like we don't understand that sometimes God's will is him removing things from our life so that we can make way for God's will um, in our life. Because I think too, that a lot of people, a lot of people that we date can be distractions in our lives. And um, that's also something to keep in mind as well, because even just for me, like the relationship that I was in, like I knew that it wasn't God's best for my life. And now I see that it was, it did keep me distracted from a lot of the things that I wanted to do. And I mean, like, I pray, I, I know that I did. And I, I remember, like, praying specifically about the relationship because I did kind of have this feeling like um, I knew that the Holy Spirit was kind of, like, pulling me away, like, that, you know, this isn't, this isn't where you need to be. Like, you know, he's not it. Like, you got to move on. you got to let this go. And, you know, he may be good, but he's not God. And I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I was like, I, I need you to do it because I, I, like, I can't. I'm too weak to do it. And so God did it. He did what, <laughs> he did what I asked him. And so I think sometimes whenever we're praying for things like that, um, it also means God intervening because we have asked him to. So whenever you are seeing these broken relationships, try to see them as God breaking them down to build something new in that place um, that is in alignment with his will for your life. And we know that God's will for your life is good and it is pleasing and it is perfect and he works everything together for the good of those who love them. And so one of the things with heartbreaks that like I have realized is that heartbreaks reveal so much about ourselves. And what I mean by that is that the dependency, like whenever we think about it and all the things that like how hard we take a heartbreak is think about like the dependency that you had on that person and the way that you relied on them for your happiness and your reassurance and your peace and everything that you felt that made you feel secure and the way that you gripped onto that person and intertwined your life with them. And I'm not saying you're not supposed to do that. Like we are relational creatures, but you shouldn't be broken up with and be so rocked to your core that you don't even know who you are anymore. That means that you entrusted and you invested too much of yourself in someone who is fickle because humans are fickle and so everything that you felt like you lost in that relationship whenever they left it was never theirs to take because it was never theirs to give like everything that you lack now without them in your life was never theirs to bring to your life that only reveals and shows shows me that those things were planted on unstable ground. And I'm not like, I don't think this isn't me condemning at all. Like I have totally been here. And I think it's actually a super beautiful and wonderful thing that it's something that we can come to realize because then that gives us the chance to plant those things on a solid foundation which is God because no matter who comes in or out of our lives no matter who hurts us we do not have to lose our dependency on him we do not have to lose relying on him for our happiness and our joy and our peace and our reassurance and our security and so that is super important to kind of sit down and ask yourself what this heartbreak is revealing to you about yourself like the way that it hurt you this like did it reveal any jealousy did it reveal any compare any comparison what things is it revealing 
Um, what's it, you know, uh, mustering up inside of you? Is it mustering up anger? Like, what do you need to deal with in this time um, and to in order to move forward from here? Because it's super important. I think one of the biggest things to take away from um, this podcast is to refuse to be bound in bitterness. Um, and I, I think this is super important because in being bound in bitterness and kind of marrying bitterness or anger in a way, I mean, that is going to seriously affect every relationship that you have from here on out because you are going to, and I talked about this a little bit in the singleness podcast too, but you're going to charge your future partner with the wrongdoings of your previous partner because you didn't deal with them and you are still bound in bitterness and bound and hurt by the things that they did to you. So instead of allowing this this heartbreak or this breakup to define every relationship that you have from here on out, like you need to you need to take time to deal with it. And instead of being bound in bitterness, be intentional about waking up every morning and saying, God, teach me to do your will. Like lead me on level ground and don't let me think thoughts of bitterness, anger, jealousy, or insecurity. God, fill my heart with your love. If I'm seeking your will, great things are to come. And if this person is not your will, I will gladly set them down and fix my eyes on you. Because I know that it feels like your world is falling apart right now, but there is such a beauty in this um, in, in this time of being vulnerable and being with God um, because he has a plan to restore every broken little piece um, that you are, that is like shattered all around you right now. Like, did you know that the Bible says that God collects and counts every single one of our tears because they mean that much to him? I don't, I don't have the Bible verse pulled up right now, but it just came to me um, that he collects every single tear that, you know, runs down our, that rolls down our cheek um, because our heartbreak matters that much to him because of how much he loves us and how near he is to our broken heart. So try really to take this time to move closer to his heart um, during these moments where things seem unbearable because I know that it seems impossible right now, but things are going to get brighter and you're going to live lighter and you're going to be happier. Not right away, but that season will absolutely come. Um, uh, I, I, I promise uh, God's plan for you is beyond good and you need to trust him and you need to lay it down and you need to um, trust his direction and his guidance and his plan because he loves you beyond what you could even imagine. He is the softest place to land. He is holding every broken piece in his hands. So just try to rest and breathe and take it day by day. And the other thing about bitterness is if you are in a swamp of bitterness, like I just want to encourage you, if you've been hurt, like whatever has been done to you, I want you to know that like that is not God doing that to you. And I just want to encourage you to if you are, if you're feeling like just in this swamp of bitterness, like whether you're holding a, 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 um, a grudge against the whole like, um, you know, male species or female species or, you know, however you were hurt, I just really, I want to encourage you to, instead of pressing pause on your life and deciding to dwell in this swamp of bitterness, like hit play. 
get up, get out of the swamp, walk over to the river and get in the river and flow forward. I know that it hurts and it's sad to let go, but I also know that you're standing at a beautiful crossroad and this is so exciting. This is what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast because right now you are standing at a beautiful crossroad and an opportunity, an opportunity leading you to the right person. And I know it's so hard. I always think of God bless the broken road, which is like so lame, but really that's, that's what it is like we are all on this journey and you're just another step closer to finding that person um and sometimes it's going to take really hurtful stuff to get to the good stuff um but god has something so beautiful in store for you you just have to be intentional about seeking his will And so in that, like you need to be very careful to avoid distractions. So think about what you are filling this void with. So I want you to ask yourself, like, since this breakup, like what has been my go-to? When I'm feeling sad, what do I go to? Like, is it to another person? Is it to food? Is it to social media? Is it to drugs or is it to alcohol? Like what is your go-to? What are you leaning on to help fill those voids? Um, because God desires every single part of you. And it is, it's, it's so detrimental and sad um, when people fill up fill themselves up by cluttering their spirit and either moving on too quickly um, and damaging relationships or damaging themselves even themselves even further um, because what we need to be doing here and in these moments is learning to be content with Jesus because if you don't and I because <laughs> right now you are facing a, a test you're facing a trial and um you need to show yourself faithful in how you handle it because in not passing this test and in not um, learning to be content with Jesus, like this is a test that you'll end up having to take again because you'll find yourself back at this crossroad because you have fallen into this cycle of filling your voids with people. And we've already talked about that, that people are fickle. And so whenever you get stomped on again, it's going to destroy you again. And then you're going to run back to whatever it is. And you're going to have another opportunity to learn to be content in with just having Jesus. So I, I always recommend just trying to pass the test the first time and trying to learn the lesson the first time. So you don't find yourself back at the same crossroad because then you're just like wasting your time and you're just running around in circles and you're running back to the things that burned you and so I know that like people a lot of times like they're like oh yeah like I gotta like get a good body or like yeah my revenge body or like paper is the best revenge and none of that stuff is the best revenge because you're just I mean you could end up finding another good relationship but if you don't know who you are you're going to let that person destroy you not because they're trying to destroy you but because you're placing expectations on them that cannot be placed on them and that's why you're getting your heart broken so to me obedience is the best revenge because in being obedient to God like if you know like okay I I I say this all the time like I don't know where I'm going but I know that God is leading the way 
so I will be okay. Like I know that and I have reassurance in that because even when I don't know what's going on, when I'm totally unsure, when maybe someone told me no, rejected me, whatever the case was, that might hurt and you know take a shot to the heart, but it did not shake my foundation because I still know that God has a good, pleasing, and perfect will for my life. So I'm not shook and I'm not having to go back to this place of learning the fundamentals and trying to get back on my feet because I was crushed by somebody. So make sure that it is only God that is filling your voids because it's like every time we try to or every every time that God tries to reveal himself to us like we run and jump into something else like the Bible tells us that God is near to the brokenhearted and I think that's really because our walls are down you know and we're vulnerable and so he can come in and he can heal us and he can be with us um but we run and we jump into god even knows what and god's like what like your heart is broken like i want it i want it i want your heart um but we just keep like yanking it away from him and we never we never give it to him and another thing to remember is that the enemy is he he wants your heart too but not for the same reasons he is roar or he is prowling around like a lion looking for someone to devour and you are vulnerable right now like I just said you're vulnerable right now because your walls are down and you need to know how to guard your heart and you need to take some time to heal and so just a couple of things um in my advice and ways to take that time I think it's important to go and so when I say this I go on a communication hiatus so I don't mean not talking to anybody at all I mean not talking to that person that you are having to separate from or that has hurt you and whether you're still talking to them or you're not talking to them at all um, it's probably best that you're not talking to them at all and if you are talking to them I would strongly advise you to take any measure that you can to not be talking to them because it is extremely hard to have closure while speaking to them. Um, and closure really, I don't think is what we think it is. I think that you can have closure or what we make it out to be because closure oftentimes is like meeting up with them in your car and having this like four hour talk about like moving on and everything. You're like, okay, that was closure. And it's like, good grief. You know, did we have to go through all that? Or, you know, how do you handle closure when the other person isn't willing to talk to you? They just dropped you and it's like, whatever to them. Um, so, but I do, I do think you can reach closure on your own. I've done that. Um, so I did look up the, like a psychiatrist definition of closure and it says a mutually agreed upon experience where both people leave with resolution or peace. Both parties can walk away with a sense of finality. And, um, so I think taking that though and making it singular. So like, you know, just having, um, just accepting that, um, this is the outcome of that relationship and leaving it with resolution and peace and being able to walk away with a sense of finality. I think that you can abs I don't think that you need that even just goes back to relying on them for closure. I don't think that you need to do that. Like if God says it's time to go, you know that you have all that you need and you can close out that chapter of your life. You can breathe and choose to accept it for what it was and appreciate it for what it was, the lessons that you learned, the experiences that you guys have had and look at it with an appreciation um I don't I mean I'm not saying like you know just screw them whatever like I think that you can absolutely do it in love but you have to make sure that you don't leave that door open because you won't get closure leaving that door open like you have to shut it 
and accept that it is shut because closer <laughs> doesn't mean eventually dating again. It doesn't mean holding on to the hope that you guys will come around. Like you need to accept that it's over. And I'm not saying that like you, they can't come back around and you can't come back around. And you guys can't date again, but you can't live with that hope because you will never be able to love somebody fully while in a new relationship while hoping that your previous relationship will somehow work out again someday. Um, trust me i've i've actually been there it took me a long time to get over to get over somebody and it was like i i didn't have any closure because we never stopped talking and i never took any time to to heal and i think it's super important to remove yourself from their life or remove them from your life um in order to and it's not in in a mean way or anything but you need to become healthier and um, mentally healthier and spiritually healthier and just kind of go away with God um, mentally and spiritually for a little while and figure things out and then get your head level and then I think it's totally fine to be civil with them again um, but just whatever you do it is super important not to shut down and to shut God out or to shut God out and to um, shut other people out because uh, this is where things can get dangerous. And I think that it can really, really um, affect us long term because then we kind of allow our hearts to grow cold. And I think a lot of the times this can be stemmed from us taking it out on God or being mad at God, like, like, you know, God, why'd they leave me? Like, like, of course, like God doesn't want me to be happy. Like they left me again. So of course God doesn't want me to be happy. I can't even tell you how many times I've heard someone say that, like God doesn't want me to be happy. And, um, but the thing is, is that God did not do that to you. That person did that to you. Like we need to get to a point where we quit mistaking the way that people treat us for the way that God loves us. Like God doesn't love us the way that other people treat us because again, people are fickle. And so we have somehow gained this correlation that like God loves the same way that people love. And that's not the case at all. And on top of that, us getting mad at God, it's like, did he tell you to be in that relationship in the first place? And I'm not saying that like, your breakup pain is like unnecessary. I know for me, one of mine was, um, God was pulling me, pulling me out of it the whole time, like trying to warn me not to go. And I still did. So like, yeah, mine was, I, I should have never had to deal with that heartbreak, but I did because I didn't listen and I didn't, um, console like or, or pray pray to him like and ask him about what he thought about this relationship so I just wonder like how many of us end up in dead-end relationships you know hurt um from a relationship that God never God never told us to be in um so it's just like that's a thought for for your next relationship just try to <laughs> Try to think ahead and pray about it and see, you know, if God is leading you with grace into this relationship um, or not. Um, John 14, 27 says, I do not give as the world gives. And this verse was an eye opener for me because um, I, I kind of am one of those people that I was just talking about or, or was um, that correlated or, or miscommunicated or misunderstood 
um, God's love because I only knew broken love. Like here on this earth, like we, you're never going to experience perfect love from somebody. Um, people are going to make you mad. People that you genuinely love so much and that genuinely love you so much. Like I hurt people that I love even now, even after being so intentional, like I will still like say something that ends up hurting their feelings. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I did not mean for it to sound that way or like you know just like silly misunderstandings or things like that like people are just not completely reliable they're not going to love perfectly because we don't have that ability in us and so this bible verse says i do not give as the world gives because with when the world gives us something it always comes with conditions it's always, you know, if I give you this, then you give me this. It's always selfish. Um, in relationships, people want to feel just as loved as the love that they're giving. And that always can be an issue because people don't love the same way. And people don't always have the same love language and they don't always show love the same way. And so that's always something that's hard to come to terms with is that you may not feel as loved by that person as you feel like you're loving. And I don't know that that's okay in a relationship, but we need to learn to not live off of the validation that we're getting from other people so and the, the thing with God is that he does love us perfectly he does love us without fault and without stipulation and without condition and um so he's saying I do not give as the world gives so try to keep that in mind whenever people are hurting you and you're blaming God for it like he's a good father like he's not going to give your relationship set up for destruction like think about um a perfect dad or a really good dad um that loves his daughter and I know already you thought of a protective dad like he is very protective over the type of guy that he allows to take his daughter and if God is a perfect father how much more of a standard does he have for us so in no way is is he trying to hurt us through a relationship so um, instead of trying, instead of growing cold towards God, I really, really encourage you to try to find him as a safe place to land. Um, John 16, 33 says, I have told you these things so that in me, you may have peace in this world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And I really love this because it just reminds me that God sympathizes with the pain that we're feeling because he came down to earth to be fully human and to know what it was like to be fully human so that he could fully forgive our sins. So he experienced everything that we experience. And he says, take heart. I have overcome the world. Like this pain that you're feeling, everything that it has hurt you, like I have overcome it. And like, I'm standing here and I'm on your side and I love you so much. And even in the fact that he warns us in this world, you will have trouble. He doesn't say like, everything's going to be good like everything's going to be fine like he 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 knows that it's going to be hard but he has set up this path for us to have direct connection with him and to feel that direct love um and outpour of peace from him um and it's ours for the taking if we want it but if we stay cold and we stay hard and we stay calloused um we're not going to receive that because I always think a lot of the time too that like 
God has already given us all of this stuff, but sometimes we don't open up our hands to receive it. Like somebody's arm can be outstretched and say, and like um, palm up and have like, um, I don't know, something like a, a gold brick on it or something, like something really valuable. But until we, until we reach out and grab it, it's not going to be ours. And so I think that happens a lot of the time with God is that he's offering us all of these things, but we're not, we're not taking it. And Matthew 13, 15 says for this person's heart has become callous. They hardly hear with their ears and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts in turn. And I would heal them. And with this, this was really, um, encouraging to me as well because um in my relationships I am pretty quick to kind of shut everything off and just to kind of like deal with it on my own in the quietest quietest manner possible and um just just it's just for me like it's just protecting myself um but that that's not good whenever you need to let people in and you need to have like that accountability to make sure that things aren't festering in an unhealthy way um so he's saying like if they would open their eyes and if they would hear with their ears and understand with their hearts like I can heal them. Like I can get in there and I can heal them. And so I, I wonder like, you know, by keeping things to yourself, um, if you're one of those people that just kind of sulk back and just like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to deal with this. Um, how much blessing you're missing out on because of the people that could speak into your life and speak positivity into your life and help you through this tough time in a positive way that's going to benefit you in um, the future. Like what you're missing out on because you're choosing not to let your heart Heart be healed because we think like you know it's like like think of it like a wound like you fell off your bike you're you're apparently you're five you fell off your bike and you have a huge nasty scar and it's like pussing and it is like huge and it's like by by like not letting anybody see it you are only doing yourself a disfavor like you need to have it cleaned you might need to have stitches like you need different people like you need your mom to wipe it off you need um antibiotic wipes to clean it up you need the doctor to come in and stitch it up and so it's like you need to get to a place where you can let people in and let people help you because right now you're at a place where you're so wounded that you can't help yourself and so I I, I really just want you guys to keep that in mind um and so just kind of like a few breakup takeaways just to kind of like reflect on the breakup as a whole um I just want you guys to like think about these because these are these are a few questions that I had to ask myself um following my breakups and so I think that they will be helpful to you guys as well so one is were there any red flags in the beginning that you overlooked that ended up playing a significant role in breaking up so I know for me, there were a lot of red flags like right off the bat that I should have caught, but I chose to overlook. And I'm coming to realize that um, those red flags end up coming full circle always. Um, the things that start out to be really small actually end up in the things that you let slide. Remember that you teach people how to treat you. So whenever you let those things slide, they know what they can get away with and they will continue to get away with those things until it ends up being a really huge thing that ends up being detrimental in the relationship. So try to think of those things and um, 
remember them for next time. And, and, you know, I think it'll just help you be more alert in your next relationship to kind of help you to, um, avoid, you know, heart, future heartbreak in a relationship. And you can even take those red flags and just those weird things and, and take them to God and like, just pray about it. Um, you know, in your future relationship and, and just pray about those things. Just be like, you know, I, I had an uneasy feeling about when they did this or when they did this and, and whatever. And so just kind, kind of like making God super present present in that future relationship so that you can lead so that he can lead you um either into it or out of it um come up with some non-negotiables um so i think the reason i'm doing this is because i think every we can like there are things that can be learned from every breakup and so that's what i'm trying to get you guys to do right now is like while you're in the pain of it or while you're in the pit of it is to kind of see like the things that hurt you um so that you don't have to deal with those things again in the future and obviously we remember that everyone is human and we can't you know put expectations on them but I also think that there is something very important about protecting yourself and protecting your heart so I think that it's totally fine to come up with things that are non-negotiables um for you so maybe make a list and um you know you can kind of keep an eye out when it comes to time for you to date and I definitely think that (laughs) you should not move on from your breakup too quickly I think that you definitely need to take some time and I think that you know after a breakup and once you enter into single season everyone's like you know you're just gonna yeah you just need to be with yourself use this single time to like be with yourself and it's like while I don't disagree with that I also I I I really do I do agree with that I think that you need to find your likes and your dislikes and get to know yourself again and your style or you know things your hobbies things that you like to do um but I don't think that that's the purpose of your single season if you're listening to this and you're interested in what I think about a single season go back to um last week's pod or two weeks ago um I think it was episode seven um single seasons I think you'll really really enjoy this if you're just coming out of a breakup I think that you will really enjoy that podcast so I'm not going to reiterate everything there but I think that in after your breakup your sole focus your one single focus needs to be Jesus um and so then the next thing is look at what positives you can take away from this experience and so I think that just kind of wraps everything um up in a nice little package with a bow on top of kind of the breakup takeaways um so your red flags your non-negotiables and the positive things that you can take away from this experience so whether that be you know learning how to handle conflict or things that you wish that you would do differently um just kind of look at the positive things there you may not feel like there are many they might reveal themselves to you more as you kind of um move away from the situation but always try to look and see what positive you can take away and I just want you guys to remember that I know that this pain is so tough but your story is important it is so so important like the way like the reason that I'm able to sit here and talk to you about it is because I've been through it so there is not like your pain is not purposeless like your story is important and it will absolutely be used to help somebody else and if you care about people at all which I know all of you guys on here do um it will 
come full circle and you will be able to use your experience and how you got through this in a healthy and good way and you'll be able to guide someone else through that because they're going to need you like your close friends or people that look up to you like they are probably going to experience something um painful and you're going to be able to speak from a place of experience and help them through that tough time but your instruction right now is not to get in a revenge not to start up any drama not to gossip or talk bad or leak those person's secrets like it's your job to honor them to love them and to forgive them and when I say love I don't mean you know be in love like I just mean just love them as a person and as a child of God and forgive them and I know that that is so hard especially if they hurt you but you are not going to be able to um, love somebody fully until you you're you are instructed by God to forgive people that hurt you and I that really is just point blank period of the of the reason behind that because it's not you're not forgiving um and you guys have probably heard this but you're not forgiving for them like you're forgiving for you so that you can let go of that unforgiveness of that bitterness of that hatefulness of that jealousy of that you know what that anxiety or whatever it is that's gripping you like you do not need you do not deserve Deserve to live in a place of unforgiveness like that means their shackles are still on you and they don't deserve that like they don't deserve any more of your time any more of your attention any more of your heart any more of your pain like you you deserve to live free from that free from the things that they've done to you so do yourself a favor and choose to forgive them and if you don't feel like forgiving them try praying for them like because you did love that person at some point and you did want the best for them at some point so you know find it in your heart to still want that for them regardless of how you see them now um try to look at them through a new perspective through God's perspective and pray for yourself to forgive and then also pray for their happiness because it's really hard to sit in prayer and pray for someone's happiness and dislike them at the same time because when you're in a place of intimate prayer and you're praying for their happiness um and also like it's just going to speak volumes to God like praying for someone's happiness who has hurt you like that is going to come from such a place of pureness of your heart and God is absolutely going to honor you for that um so really just try to take that into account and love them and forgive them so that you can move on and that you can be happy. Um, so I've just got three things here that I want you guys to take away um, is remind yourself that everything happens for a reason. Ecclesiastes 3.1. And um, just remember that God is with you. Like he has not forgotten about you. You have his full attention. He is never disengaged. Like his love for you is to the fullest and it is absolutely perfect. So try to remember that he is super near, like he is near to you right now and that he is a safe place to land. So um, run to him in those moments of pain run to them in those like unbearable moments and um really use those as stepping stools to god because he he really is he is so near to the brokenhearted that's when i feel him most is whenever i've been hurt and because i know that he's just like so eager to wrap his arms around me and just to make me feel better because he loves me so much and because i'm just more susceptible to it because i'm not like you know, I'm not bogged down with distractions or anything like that. Like, I'm just like, okay, God love me. Like, there's nothing else that I want more right now than just to feel your love. And so he is super, super quick to do that. 
And then the third thing is, is accountability. Find people that you can genuinely trust, okay? So whenever I say this, people that are not going to run and tell your feelings and your emotions to. Um, you need people that you can speak to about the things that you're feeling because like I said earlier, it's super important to make sure that you're not putting up these walls to keep people out, that you need to let trusted people in to help push you closer to God, push you closer to Jesus, and to um, help you kind of navigate these um, moments of pain because right now you're you're probably not thinking clearly and you're not seeing things clearly because of all the pain that you feel or like all the bitterness that you feel or whatever it is, whatever emotion that isn't of God, um, it's really going to jack up the way that you see things. It's probably going to cause you to be like angry quicker or to compare yourself or to feel rejected or worry about what people are thinking of you or whatever the case may be, you need to find an, someone accountable or an accountability partner and try to make it somebody that is a good Christian influence in your life because that's somebody that you can take advice from. Someone who is not living for God is not going to be able to give you advice on how to live for God or how to get closer to him. Um, otherwise that just becomes like a venting session and, and that can get dangerous to where a point of like where you guys are just like feeding each other's like, um, agenda so if you sit down with somebody and they're just like making you feel better about hating that person that's not good advice like you need someone that's going to encourage you to forgive and to move on and to love and to to move out of this place as undamaged as possible so try not to allow people to speak into you who are encouraging um destructive behavior or you know that will spiritually um harm you um, and this is, I, I heard this too, and I wanted to just throw this in here because I think a lot of time we hear that time heals all, but time doesn't heal all understanding and perspective does whenever you get further away from the situation um which takes time you're going to gain more understanding and more perspective because you're not seeing it from a place of that pain anymore like and i know we can all relate to this like once we get out of a relationship and we see like we, we're like oh my gosh why was i so upset about that like oh my gosh i'm so thankful that didn't work out and you kind of look back and you see all the things that could have happened from that moment to this moment it could have been, you know, like if you guys would have ended up together, like, oh my gosh, thank gosh I didn't end up with them, you know, like they, you know, whatever. Um, it's just a, um, a situation that you were glad that you dodged. And so try to remember that time doesn't heal everything. Understanding and perspective is. So, it's, you know, two years can go by and you're not going to be healed, but two months can go by and you gained understanding and perspective and you can be healed um, of that pain. So it's not really about the time, but it's about the understanding and the perspective that you gain in that amount of time. So try to use your time to gain understanding and perspective so that you can get to a point of peace. Okay, you guys, I am exhausted. <laughs> I That's all I have. I hope I hit everything that you guys wanted me to hit. If not, please let me know. Just message me on Instagram. And, you know, say, like, I wish you would talk about this or this or whatever. And I would be more than happy to put together um, either, whether, even if it's just, like, a, a story on Instagram um, explaining some of the questions and things like that. So I hope that you guys like this podcast and I hope that you learned something from it. <laughs> um, if you did, please share 
please make sure to rate this podcast um, five stars and to subscribe and to leave a review because the next videos I'm going to be um, reading some of the reviews and things like that. I think that'll be really fun to share with everybody each week. So if you want your review to be talked about, make sure that you leave one down below. And yeah, that's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. I know this one was, I think it was a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I just really appreciate you guys so much. And I love you guys so much. If you're going through a breakup, know that I am praying for you. I'm praying for you specifically tonight. I prayed for you before this podcast and your little ears as you listen and your heart. And so I'm just so proud of you um for taking the time to open up your heart and to uh and for allowing it to be poured into and allowing God to just meet you here and hopefully touch and heal your heart so yeah I'm praying for you guys I love you all so much and I'm looking forward to next week make sure that you stay tuned or make sure that you tune in because we are going to be talking about social media heart checks okay guys I am heading out of here and I am going to bed I love you guys so much and I will talk to you soon bye